how you guys doing how you guys are doing how you guys are doing that's right that's right that's right it's your boy your boy wilder's back your boy wilder's back with something different true do and blue for every last one of you thanks for the love and the support because without all of you none of this is possible what your boy wilder's about to talk about is the greatest shooter that i've ever seen stephen curry that's right oh my goodness oh my goodness can the man shoot can the man shoot the man went off that's right the man went off last night stepped up big came through big put up big numbers for the golden state warriors hey i'm gonna just tell you the man can shoot the man had an, uh, an amazing 50 points last night seven rebounds uh, 10 assists 14 of 28 from the field goal nine of 19 from three-point land 13 of 13 from the free throw he played 35 minutes. He had three steals, one block, and two turnovers. I mean, he just played in an amazing game. Yes, I have to give him his props. And if you don't, something's wrong. You have to acknowledge the three-point shooter or outside shooter that you've ever seen. I've watched a lot of shooters in my life. distance with accuracy. Stephen Curry. I'm just honest myself. I'm not a hater. Once again, I'm a I congratulate this your boy Wilder. Hey. Curry scores 50 points uh, to go with an assist in a week. Stephen Curry's personal shooting coach and passing man Bruce Frazier offered some pregame thoughts that work wonders to get the reigning score champ right back in rhythm. We kind of talked about certain preparations until my shot. Just certain mechanics that he called it even have having a little bit more conviction about when it's time to shoot. Curry said, just a little seed plant, planted. I took that into warm-ups and the rest of the game. He was very timely with those words of wisdom. Curry scored an NBA season-high 50 points with three-pointers, 10 assists, and seven rebounds, almost single-handedly leading the Golden State Warriors past the Atlanta Hawks 127-113 last night. Oh yes, Curry sure wanted that 50-point spot, and if he wasn't counting, his teammates were committed to getting him there. It's always nice, he said. You never mount with like a certain number of in mind. It's just when you get it going, you just keep it going. Only Hall of Famers will champion the game with 50 points and 10 assists in the Warriors franchise history. When he gets going like that, it's a special day, teammate. And brother-in-law Damian Lee said, Curry dominated for stretches and dance and delighted, repeatedly raising his arms and encouraged everyone fortunate enough to witness another of his brilliant performances. He scored Golden State's first 13 points, then 10 straight down the stretch in the third before dishing out for Juan Tucano Anderson three-pointer that made it 102 to 85. The Warriors spectacular 41-point quarter. That was just stunning performance by Steph Kurtz. Kerr said he was an amazing. I want to say I've never seen anything like that, but I've been watching it for seven years, so I have been something like it, and it's still just incredible to watch. Playing to chance of MVP, MVP. Curry gave fans a scare with 848 left in the first when he jammed his right shoulder. He
He was examined by the medical staff during the Hawks' timeout and could be seen nodding and moving his arms to shake off the shoulder before drawing cheers when he stayed in the game. Curry notched his 10th 50-point career game and already had 24 points of 7-12 shooting by halftime with five three-pointers. It doesn't get old, for sure, Curry said. Curry wound up with 14 of 28 from the floor and made 13 of his free throws as the Warriors won their fifth straight. They are holding opponents to 95.8 points during the unbeaten stretch. Trey Young had 28 points and 9 assists in Atlanta's fourth straight loss and 6-7. and seven. Jordan Poole added 16 points and Andrew Wiggins 13 for the Golden State Warriors 9-1 in the second game of back-to-back. -back. The Warriors' first time playing on a consecutive nights so far this season. The Warriors fell behind 55-40 in the second but got within 65-61 in halftime before the decisive third. Hawks coach Nate McMillan is thrilled for Gary Payton II, son of Michael of McMillan's old teammate Gary Payton on the Seattle Supersonics. McMillan recalls the younger Payton always hanging out at Sonics headquarters. Little G, I just remember when he was running around the court in a ball following his pops, McMillan said. To see him grow, he's worked himself into the league and he has earned a right to have a spot on the roster and he's contributing. He's playing great basketball. The Hawks had a three-game winning streak against the Warriors snap and lost for the 10th time in the last 12 on Golden State's home floor. Atlanta dropped one of six on the road and has lost its last five road games. The Hawks' 18 turnovers led to 23 Warriors points. Warriors, Warriors assistant coach Mike Brown wasn't feeling well and didn't attend the game. Golden State is 9-1 for the first time since starting 10-1 in 2018. Veteran Andre Iguodala was back after a break uh, to rest his sore left hip Sunday night against Houston. He played in his 1,200 career game, joining LeBron James Carmelo Anthony as the only active players at that mark. Forward Otto Porter Jr. was out to protect the left foot injury. He obviously been banged up for the last couple of years. So this is all part of a maintenance and making sure we're handling things the right way, Kerr said. He should go. He should be good to go Wednesday, and if it makes sense to give him tonight off, but we'll see. He's been fine. He's in really good place, but yeah, we've got to be good, smart, especially in the early part of the season. Up next for the Warriors is the Timberwolves. But like I said, though, guys, I read that down. Just let you know what uh, Stephen Curry did, how he is, and he's just an amazing basketball player, shooter. Uh, he gets the job done. You may not find or never see another basketball player like that uh, who could put up numbers at a high alarming rate and very fast. He's a unique talent. And you know what, though, guys? He's special, very special. Like I said, uh, we witnessed last night Another outstanding performance by Stephen Curry. Just another outstanding performance by Stephen Curry. You have to give the man his props because the man handles uh, all the pressure. The man handles all the pressure. The man comes to play. Uh, he puts on the show, and he's very entertaining. So with that being said, 
He's just the greatest. I have to give him his props. He's just the greatest. It's your boy Wilder. Like I said, this your boy Wilder. I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. And what I see is greatness in Stephen Curry. And if he continues to uh, put up these numbers that he's putting up this year, he's going to win the MVP. I said it. He's going to win the MVP. Uh, this your boy Wilder. Like I said, hey, thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the donations. You guys can continue to follow me on Venmo. You can follow me on my cash app. A dollar sign diesel two three six six. Thank you again, guys. Once again, stay blessed, stay stress free. Continue to love your families. This is your boy Wilder, and I'm out. Enjoy. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? How you guys are doing? That's right. That's right. It's your boy. Your boy Wilder's back with something different, true, new, and blue for every last one of you. But what I'm gonna talk about this morning? I'm gonna talk about my man. That's right, my man, because I'm a diehard fan of Russell Westbrook. You know, um. He's been getting a lot of slack, been getting a lot of uh, heat thrown at him. <clears throat> you know, people don't even consider him one of the top point guards ever to play the game. But you have to give props where props is due. You don't just put up the numbers that he's putting up just to be putting them up. You know, um, like I said, he's been disrespected. He's been talked about. But everybody has their right. Everybody has their opinions, you know. So I'm, I'm not mad at them. But what I am mad at is them not uh, giving him the props that he deserves for the work that he's put in. Uh, over the body of time, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you can knock him, you can say whatever you want about him, but uh, he's done things in the NBA that most will never do. Uh, I don't hear the slack uh, Chris Paul's not getting, James Harden's not getting, you know, uh, and a host of bunch of others, Damian Lillard. You know, these guys have been in the game a while too. Uh, I haven't seen these guys uh, done nothing uh, extra extraordinary that James Harden, that uh, Russell Westbrook hasn't done. But what that's going to be said, though, is that um, he's an outstanding player. Uh, it may take him a little while to get into the funk of things, but um, I see him picking it up. I see him um, getting it back together because uh, he's a warrior. Uh, you know, and, um, like I said, when you count people out, they always rise to the top for some reason. And um, he's just one of them players that's, uh, that's unique, that's different, that has talent beyond talent, skill set beyond the skill set. He's different, just like everybody else is. But I'm not going to knock his game because I know he plays hard every single night he goes out. With that being said, as injuries mount for the Lakers, pressure falls on Russell Westbrook uh, to live up to the offseason blockbuster. Regardless of how Russell Westbrook came to the Los Angeles Lakers, the fundamental motivation behind the trade boiled down to two sets of numbers. LeBron James has played 5,979 regular season minutes as a Laker. And as a Laker, have outscored the opponents by 860 points in that time. He has spent 5,323 minutes in that span, either on the bench or out due to an injury and the Lakers have been outscored in those minutes by 386 points both the Cavaliers 2,296 points is better with James on the floor than he is off from 2015-2018 and Heat 2,402 points better with James on the floor than out ever from 2011 to 2014 experienced similar swings the Lakers are 112 and 61 in regular season games that James has played in 
and 24 and 37 in games that James has missed. The Cavaliers went 4 and 23 without James in his second Cleveland stint and 10 and 16 in his first. Even the vape, the uh, the vaunted Miami Heat machine could muster a record above 500 without him as they went 9 and 9. All of this pants a fairly uh, straightforward picture. Teams that have LeBron James tend to be great with LeBron James. Teams that have LeBron James tend to be miserable without LeBron James. You might say this is true of most of superstars, but think of the talent that typically surrounds James. Cleveland got uh, decimated even with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love playing without LeBron. Miami barely held its own with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. His influence on the team's playing style is so enormous that even the NBA's best players struggle to toggle between James Ball and the basketball. The Lakers experienced this firsthand over the past two seasons. The 2019 supporting cast, even if not exactly by choice, emphasized shooting and defense. The structure primarily advanced advantage was supporting. James while he was on the court and even if the Lakers suffered in a relatively few minutes they spent without him the core group was so strong with him in the game that they managed to win a championship the 2021 roster was designed less for minutes James played and more for the minutes he missed Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Herrera were supposed to lift the offense and the James less minutes. The idea was that Lakers could not only rest James more within games without fear of getting dominated in those minutes, but that they could freely sit him out of more games knowing that they wouldn't necessarily be guaranteed to lose all of them. Keeping James healthy for the most important games was ultimately, ultimately what counted. The plan failed. James did miss games. Shorter and Harrell uh, couldn't compensate for that. The fit was messy, even when everybody was available. That left the Lakers with a choice to make this past season. They could back uh, to the 2020 formula by truly by trading Buddy Hill and in the process saving enough against a luxury tax to re. Alex Caruso and some other departed role players or they could double down the 2021 formula by taking it a new extreme instead of two good role players meant to fill in James less offense they opted for a star in Russell Westbrook his fit with James was even harder to phantom giving him ball dominance and shooting roles but given his age and the injuries LeBron had endured in his first three seasons in purple and gold. The Lakers choose ladder. They choose to maximize their chance of having a healthy LeBron James in the playoffs rather than maximizing their up, upside with a healthy LeBron James in the playoffs. Of course, all of the necessities actually getting to the playoffs. This was one of the chief theatrical benefits of adding Westbrook. When James needed to sit with injuries like, say, abdominal strain, the Lakers felt as though he would be enough to carry them to enough wins. 
that they wouldn't have to rush their best player back on the floor. LeBron's current absence is, in that sense, actually exactly what the Lakers acquired Westbrook for. That's what makes uh, two losses in Oklahoma City Thunder uh, team that currently winless against the opponents except for the Lakers so discouraging. The Lakers acquired Russell Westbrook for these exact moments. So much of the value was supposed to come in winning games like these on random regular season Tuesday nights or James could rest and stay healthy for the postseason. Yet in two games against the NBA's worst team, the Lakers have blown 26 and 19 point leads for two of the worst losses of the season. You can only rack up so many of those play of those being player positioning, especially in the world with the play-in round becoming generally distressing. James is expected to miss at least a week. Anthony Davis is currently questionable for Saturday's game against the Portland Trailblazers with a sprain right thumb. Trevor Ariza, Kendrick Nunn, and Tanner Horner Tucker are still out. The Lakers surely couldn't have planned for this degree of, the degree of poor health so early in the season, but the standings aren't forgiving to poor circumstances. Even loss to the Lakers rack up now counts just as much as one they accumulate at full strength. Westbrook is the last healthy star standing. If the Lakers are going to make it through James absent without rushing him back and risking further injuries, they're going to need him to carry them to some wins. Doing so now is going to prove critical as the season progresses. The Lakers open with the season with one of the easiest schedules in recent memory. Seven of their first nine games were home. And after Saturday's game in Portland, so are their next five. Three of the four opponents the Lakers are slated to face in the next week are at 500 or below. Even with the depleted supporting cast, these are games that the Lakers have to be able to win. The schedule won't be so forgiving down the, down the line when the Lakers start to play more road games against contenders. The Lakers knew that Westbrook's fit alongside James would be awkward. They bet on him anyway in part because of what they knew he could be without him now it's time for him to prove it like i said a the heat they say is on russell westbrook uh like i said he's supposed to step in and take over james role when he's out and you know what like i said it's only been a few games man you have a whole big season long season these guys are still trying to uh gel trying to mesh trying to get it together trying to fit in and uh like i said uh players going to get injured and players are gonna, not going to get injured. But I still believe in Russell Westbrook. And, uh, you know, like I said, at the end, I believe they'll be in the playoffs. I truly do because uh, they have too much talent, and he's a talented basketball player. And I watched what he did with Washington. See, people are forgetting what he did with Washington last year, how he stepped up and came through and played hard. They didn't have no killer team, but they got to where they were. They could have gotten a little further if they'd had a couple more pieces. But really, the dude's a hell of a basketball player. So I'm not going to hate on him. 
Sure, he makes mistakes. Who doesn't? Sure, he turns the ball over. Who doesn't? You tell me a point guard that doesn't. Hey, but you know what? He's a winner. In my eyes, he's going to always be a winner. If you had the heart, you had the soul that he has and that he brings to the game, I'd say that you're a winner. But right now, Russell Breck is the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a hater. I'm going to congratulate. This is your boy, Wilder. Like I said, I have to call it as I see it. And I'm seeing Russell Westbrook as one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. Hands down. This is your boy, Wilder. Like I said, without all of you, none of this is possible. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the donations. You guys can continue to follow me on Venmo. You guys can continue to follow me on my cash app, dollar sign Diesel 2366. Once again, cash app, dollar sign Diesel 2366. Your boy Wilder, and I'm out. Enjoy. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? How you guys are doing? That's right. That's right. That's right. It's your boy. Your boy Wilder back with something different, true, new, and blue. For every last one of you. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. That's right, guys. Hey, you make all of this worthy, guys. That's right, you do. But what your boy Wilder's going to talk about, that's right, the New York Knicks beat the 76ers last night, 103-96. to That's right, the New York Knicks handed the 76ers uh, a 103-96 to victory last night. That's right, that's right, without Joel Embiid or Tobias Harris. 76ers versus Knicks takeaways. Julius Randle finds his range. Nerone's Noel injures knee and win over Philadelphia. The New York Knicks pulled their second straight win over the 76ers this season with a 103 victory to 96 on Monday night. The Sixers, who were without Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Matisse, and of course Ben Simmons, put up valiant fight, but ultimately the Knicks proved to be just a little bit too tough. To topple. Julius Randle led the Knicks with 31 points, 12 rebounds. R.J. Barrett, 15 points, 10 rebounds of his own. Uh, Furkan led the way for the 76ers with 19 points, while the, six, the other Sixers players also scored in double figures. New York's defense held the Sixers to just 38% shooting from the field with 32% from long range. Well below their season's average, the outcome of the contest might have been different if Joel and B and Harris were available for the 76ers, but the Knicks can only compete against players who are on the floor, and they took care of business. The two teams will face off against each other two more times this season, with meetings scheduled late in February and in early March. The Sixers will have to win both of those games if they hope to tie the season series before moving forward in this series though. Here's a look at three key takeaways from the New York win over the 76ers last night. Randall found his range. Julius Randall has been struggling a bit from long range early this season. Heading into the game against the Sixers, he had covered it just 33% of his 5.6 long range attempts per game. Nothing to while to write home about. He found his range on Monday night. Though in Philadelphia, Randall shot extremely respectable 50% from long range as he knocked down five of his 10 attempts from beyond the arc. His five main three-pointers were the most he's connected on in, in any game so far this season. Randall makes were timely too. He sank his, he sank this one just under three minutes remaining in the fourth quarter 
after the Sixers had cut New York's lead to just three. When Randall is hitting the three-pointers at a high clip, he becomes extremely difficult to defend. The fact that he was able to do so on Monday night was just a big factor in New York City victory. Andre Drummond rebounding machine. Andre Drummond started in place of Joel B against the Knicks, and he certainly made the most of the minutes when it comes to crashing the glass. In 38 minutes of action, Jordan Drummond grabbed 25 rebounds, eight of them offensively, which is the most by a player in the game this season. It's, almost, it's also the most that a Sixer player had had in a game since Charles Barkley matched that number in 1987. Yes, that means that Drummond just had more rebounds in the Sixers uniform than Embiid ever has. Pretty impressive the Sixers weren't able to walk away with the win, but Drummond's effort on the glass shouldn't be applaudable, nothing less. Three injuries continue to hamper Noel. Nick Center Noel's Noel has always been hampered by injuries early this season and has tried to continue to on Monday night. Noel missed all of New York's preseason slate and his first seven games of regular season with hamstring and knee soreness. He made his debut last week and played in three games prior to the contest against Philadelphia. Noel was originally listed and is questionable for the Knicks game against the Sixers due to lower back soreness before being ultimately cleared to play. The big man logged 12 minutes in action but left the game after the Sixers guard Danny Green fell on his left knee in the second quarter. Noel excited exited the game after that didn't return. You can see the plays with a contact injured before. At halftime, the Knicks ruled him out uh, with a sore right knee. In 12 minutes, Noel's scored six points and grabbed two rebounds. The severity of his injury isn't known at this point, but it's obviously something that the Knicks fans will want to keep an eye on. Hey, as you see, as you hear me guys put it down with the go-down of all go-downs, hey, 76ers. Uh, Julius Randle finds his range. No one's no wrong. Injures knee. Knicks win. 106 to 90, 103 to 96 over Philadelphia. Even though they're without Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, and Joel Embiid, hey, we still have to do what we have to do. Like I said, it's not the Knicks' fault that these guys are not there. You know, but we'll take the win. We'll take the win. And the Knicks needed that win. And you know what? This is your boy, Wilder, like I said. I'm just representing, just kicking the woolly bobo. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the donations. Once again, you guys can follow me on Venmo. You guys can follow me on my cash app, Diesel. No, dollar sign, Diesel2366. Dollar sign, Diesel2366 on my cash app. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support and the donations, guys. This is your boy, Wilder, and I'm out. Enjoy.